Hi folks, it's Andy, the analytical preacher. One of the prophecies that Jesus had made before he died is that once he had died, that he would be in the grave for three days and for three nights, and then he would come back to life. He says this in a couple of different places in the New Testament and a couple of the different gospels. Perhaps the most straightforward place is in Matthew chapter 12. So let me read a couple of verses, 38, 39, and 40 from Matthew 12. It says this, Then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Again, there are other places where Jesus says something about destroy this temple and I will rise it up in three days and things like that. Now, of course, we don't necessarily take from those words and especially understanding sort of the language structure of his day that Jesus necessarily meant it will be exactly three full days and exactly three complete nights. So I will rise 72 hours or 71 hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds from when I was buried. It's not saying that, but it's saying in similar way that we would say, oh man, we were gone for three days and three nights on that vacation. The issue is not really whether Jesus meant three full days, three full nights, 72 complete hours. The issue is really this. We all talk about Jesus dying on a Friday afternoon, a Friday evening. And if he died on a Friday and then rose early on a Sunday, there's just no way to get three nights, whether that's partial or incomplete or complete. There's just no way that it happens. And so this idea that Christ died on a Friday, Good Friday, we call it, Crucifixion Friday, we call it, seems to run counter to the prophecy that Jesus made that he would be in the earth three days and three nights. But the issue isn't actually that Jesus didn't know how to count. The issue comes that we assume that Christ had died on a Friday, and I'll tell you why we assume that in a moment, when in fact it makes probably more sense to assume he died on a different day. Now, some of you may already be screaming, turn the podcast off, this guy's either a nut or a heretic, or maybe he's a lunatic heretic, and we don't need to listen to any more. He's saying things that the Bible says is not true. Here's the case, though. The Bible does not say that Jesus was crucified on a Friday. I will never say anything that the Bible doesn't say. I will always read verses directly on this podcast and say, this is, in fact, what the Bible says. But the Bible does not say that Jesus died on a Friday. It's common, almost safe, it's common to assume that it was a Friday because we know that the next day was in fact a Sabbath. For the Jews, the Sabbath, the day of rest, was the seventh day of the week, which was always on Saturday. But if we read the scriptures closely, we see that the Sabbath that happened after the crucifixion of Christ was actually a special Sabbath. It was a quote-unquote high day. And what we know is, though a Sabbath would always occur on the seventh day of the week, would always be on a Saturday, the special Sabbath, the high day, always fell on a certain day. It always fell on the 14th day of the Jewish month of Nisan. So it it could fall on any of the seven days of the week. And the reason we know that the day after Christ was crucified didn't have to be a Friday is because, for example, 
the Apostle John tells us in his gospel that the Sabbath was one of the quote-unquote high days, again, because it dealt with Passover and it would always have to fall on the 14th day of Nisan. Let me read for you John 19 verse 31. John writes, since it was the day of preparation and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. John is saying it was the day of preparation for the Passover. And because the Passover was upon them, the next day was not just a regular Saturday Sabbath, but it was the high day Sabbath, that convocation associated with the annual Passover feast. So that clears things up a good bit. We assume Friday because if the next day is Saturday, it's a pretty safe assumption the day before Saturday was always Friday. But if the next day was the 14th of a particular month, that could fall on any day of the week. It's a little difficult sometimes to compare because today we use more of a Roman measure. So we go from midnight to midnight. The Jews still today, but in those days, the Jews really counted the day from sunset the day before. And so any particular day, what we would call Tuesday, we would start Tuesday at 12 a.m. The Jewish people would have already started their Tuesday at what we would call sundown on Monday night. So it gets a little complicated to think about it, but essentially the general timeline that gets us to the three days and three nights really remains the same. And this must be at least one of those timeline options. And, and I think probably the most likely timeline option. Jesus and his disciples would have eaten their Passover meal a day early. They would have eaten the Passover meal on Wednesday. Then Jesus went after that Wednesday evening. He went into the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. Sometime probably after midnight or around midnight, Jesus is arrested. He is drugged through the city to Caiaphas and Annas and eventually to Pilate. All of this happens in the wee hours of Thursday morning. And then Jesus must have been crucified around 9 o'clock a.m. on Thursday because sunset that day began the special Sabbath or the holy day. It was asked that Christ and, and the two criminals being crucified on either side of him were to be allowed to expire and to be taken off the cross before sunset on Thursday night. Friday then, of course, would have been that high Sabbath day that John wrote about that we just read in John 19. And then that would have ultimately been followed by the regular Sabbath, which would have been on the seventh day on Saturday. We read in the first two verses of Mark chapter 16 about the women who went to the tomb to find Christ arisen. And it says this, Mark 16, 1 and 2. When the Sabbath was passed, and it doesn't say here the high Sabbath, just the Sabbath. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. So if as we read this scripture, Mark, we would say, so the ladies must have sometime after sunset on Saturday gone and bought and prepared the spices. And then early after the sun came up on Sunday morning, the first day of the week, 
They went to the tomb to anoint Christ's body with the spices. And that's when they discovered that he had risen. And so if we use these figures, we would basically get this. Okay, then Jesus was in the grave on Thursday night and Friday night and Saturday night. And Jesus was in the grave on Friday during the day, Saturday during the day, and a portion of Sunday during the day. And again, remember, we don't have to necessarily account for three full days For example, the Apostle Peter says in Acts chapter 10 that Jesus was raised on the third day. He did not say that Jesus was raised after the third day was complete or after he had been in the tomb for 12 hours on that particular portion of the day. He just says that he was raised on the third day. If you want three full 24-hour days, three 24-hour days and nights, 12 days 12-hour nights, and you want three of each of those, then you really just have to back the timeline up a day. You have to assume that he died on a Wednesday, that Thursday and Saturday were the Sabbath, Thursday the high day, and Saturday the regular Sabbath, and then Jesus came out. But it's really not necessary to do that because, again, Christ didn't say exactly 72 hours, exactly three full days and three full nights. But again, if the crucifixion was Friday and the resurrection was Sunday morning, you just can't make the math work out. If you say we shift it back by a day because that Sabbath was a high Sabbath day, then the math easily works out. Perhaps the most important thing to point out here is that Jesus did rise on the first day of the week. So the Bible does not tell us, Scripture does not tell us that Jesus died on a Friday, nor on a Thursday, nor on a Wednesday, just on the day of preparation right before the special high day. But the Bible explicitly tells us in a number of places that Jesus was in fact raised and that Jesus did in fact come out of the tomb and was found to have been resurrected from the tomb on the first day of the week, on Sunday. So we, the Sunday part is important and the Bible captured the Sunday part for us so that we wouldn't get it wrong. New Testament Christians began to worship on Sunday mornings as a way to sort of commemorate the idea that that is when Christ came out of the tomb. I'll point out in closing, at our church, we recognize Good Friday. We will often have a service on that Friday to talk about Crucifixion Friday. We make it a beautiful memorial service before we have the celebration of Easter Sunday morning. To me, that's very similar to to say celebrating Christmas on December 25th. The Bible nowhere says that Jesus was born on December 25th or even in December Many of you will be aware that biblical scholars, both Old Testament and New Testament biblical scholars, challenge that date of December 25th. They even challenge the idea that it would have been in December. There's some arguments for it. There's plenty of arguments against. The Bible doesn't say. The Bible doesn't actually tell us to even celebrate the birth of Jesus. But we do it. We read those Christmas stories. We read about the wise men and the shepherds around December 25th in our church because it's just become a church tradition and we have no real reason in our case to sort of buck that tradition. And it's similar with Good Friday. So we will have a Crucifixion Friday sort of memorial service, even though in reality it may have been a Thursday on which Jesus was crucified. Just because we come to understand that it probably wasn't a Friday doesn't mean that we have to throw the traditions out. Here's what matters. The Bible does tell us that we're to remember 
Christ's death until he comes again when we celebrate communion in fellowship with other Christians. So we should continue to take communion and celebrate it in fellowship with other Christians as a way to remember Christ's death until he comes again. And we should always know that Christ was in fact raised on a Sunday morning. The Bible tells us that as a fact. And so therefore we will worship on Sunday morning as Christians for that very reason. Hope this cleared up any confusion around the how did we get three days and three nights out of Friday night and Saturday night. Until next time, this is Andy.